Old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 57 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. 91 years ago. A new radio show called Ebb and Zeb premiered, featuring two old-timers running a country general store in the fictional town of Corn Center. Al Pierce plays Ebb, who speaks with a whistle through his teeth, and Bill Wright plays his counterpart Zeb. The show is sponsored by the Shell Oil Company, and it was written by John Hasty. The episodes revolve around interesting people who come into the store, fixing problems with the store and generally playing with the silly business ideas of the two proprietors. The show aired daily between 1932 and 1933, with each episode being around 13 minutes long. It was similar in format to Lum and Abner. One of the very earliest examples of a radio situation comedy, this is a rare old gem for lovers of old-time radio comedy shows. Now sit back and enjoy the very first two May 9th and May 10th, 1932 broadcasts of Evan Zeb. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We introduce two characters whom we believe you're going to find extremely entertaining, extremely amusing, although perhaps introduce is hardly the proper word at that. But these two characters are so essentially American, so typically a product of the country in which we live, that you already know all about them. They are characters which immediately have your understanding and sympathy. In spite of the humorous and oftentimes absurd situations in which you find them, you recognize in them something of American traditions in their purest form, something reminiscent of the days when life was less hurried and complex, when it was simpler and wholesomer and sweeter. You will laugh at these characters, as millions of people out here on the Pacific Coast laugh at them. But you will realize that their tremendous following, by far the largest following of any similar radio act in the West, was not built up merely through the fact that they make people laugh. Other radio acts do that. Acts which come, have their heyday of popularity, and wane. But the hold which these characters have upon their audience involves something besides the ability to provoke laughter, something that goes deeper than that, something that touches the inner nature of all of us. So we present Eb and Zeb, the proprietors of the general store in the town of Corn Center. Corn Center is an American town. It has no foreign population. It is not perplexed with a crime problem. 
The jargon of the racketeer is unknown here. The sophisticated wisecracks of Broadway have not penetrated. The fabric of its citizens' lives is woven of simple, homely incidents. In the past, it has perhaps been a trifle too conservative, too prone to cling to the ways of its fathers. It is awakening somewhat now, but the spirit of progress is not yet alighted on the general store. It's still the same old corner store we knew when we were kids. And here are Eb and Zeb behind the counter. Zeb, tall and angular. Eb, short and fat. He seems to be engaged in some sort of calculations with pencil and paper, and is having a little difficulty. Dag, Janet. Well, what's the matter now? You're always crabbing about something. What's the matter? Oh, it's this here dead darn income tax thing. Gosh, you mighty, ain't you made that out yet? Well, you're supposed to have had it in by the middle of last March. I know it. That's what the fellow over at the post office was saying. He said he reckoned I must have made a mistake and thought it was for the physical year. Well, you better get going with it, or you'll have you'll have some of these here government fellas after it. Yeah, but I can't seem to make head or tails out of the darn thing. Oh, why, shucks, there ain't nothing to it. Bring it here. I'll give you a hand. Now, look. All you have to do is just answer these here questions. Now, let's see. Here's the first one. Is this a joint return? No, this ain't no joint. It's a first-class store. Correct. Just write that down now. I got that. Now, what's next? Well, it says here, it says, um, uh, were you at the head of a family on the last day of your taxable year? Darned if I can remember just where I was on that day. No, 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 no. You don't get the idea. Uh, what this means is, uh, was you the head man in your family? Oh, no, say I was the head man. Yes, sirree. What I say goes, and there ain't no argument, neither. Yes, I always heard you never had any words with your wife. Well, that's fact. Yes, they say she has them all. Yeah, she has them. Say, looky here. That'll be about enough out of you for two cents. I'd not guess a flight they could play on a Victrola. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Well, I would. Well, do it. Do it. Come on and do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, you're scared to do it. I ain't scared. You are scared. I ain't scared. Oh, you are. Oh, you are, I tell I you. Ain't. And what's more, you keep my wife out of this. My wife's a lady. You understand? A lady. Why, all that I am, I owe to my wife. Hmm. Oh, it's you are. You owe to your wife, huh? Yes, sir, I sure am. Well, why don't you give her 30 cents and square the bill? I look out now, gal, dang it. I tell you, I'm going to knock Well, you come on, come on, let's see you do it. Let's see you do it. Well, don't rush me, don't rush me. I'll do it. Yes, you will, yes, you will. Look out now, here I come. Yes, you will answer that telephone. Answer it, will you? Well, hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, get this a second. Say, Zeb, it's Mrs. Plum. Says they're given a bride a shower and wants to know what to take. Tell her to take a cake of soap. Hello? Say, why don't you take a cake of soap? What? Hello? Hello? Dad, dang it, she hung up. Well, <clears throat> come on, let's keep going with your income tax thing then. Well, read me the next question. Hmm. Uh, wait a minute, let's see. Oh, here it is, here it is. Uh, what is your business income? Oh, I generally get down here around 7.30. Well, put it down. Hold on there. If we put 7.30 down in this column, it means we got to pay $730. Oh, no, it don't. No, it did. 
Uh, we can get a deduction. Uh, we can take something off of that. How much? Well, now wait a second. I'll see. Oh, here you are. Yes, here it is. Says here, exemption. In case a taxpayer changes his status. Changes his what? Well, it says here, changes his status. Chuck, I never had one to change. Well, uh, that's all right. Uh, just put it down that you sent it to the laundry and it got lost. All right. And I write that there. All right, go ahead now. Mm, uh, the personal exemption shall be an amount which has the uh, uh, the same ratio to $1,500 as the number of months during which the taxpayer was uh, was single bears uh, to 12 months. Single bears? Oh, shut up, can't you, when I'm reading Bears to 12 months, plus an amount which has the same ratio to $3,500. Hey, as... now wait a minute. <coughs> a minute ago, you mm. said it was $1,500. Oh, now, Dad, darn it, can't you keep still? I ain't through reading yet. Well, you better quit right now, then. Because the longer you read, the more it's costing us. No, oh, it ain't another. I'll keep your trap shut. Uh, $3,500 as the number of months which the taxpayer was married... Uh, er, at the head of a family bears. What I can't uh, figure out is what these here single and family bears got to do with it. Well, gosh, mighty, yeah, but it's plain as a nose in your face. Yeah? Well, what does it mean? Why, it means, uh, means, uh, means, well, wait a second now. It, well, it means just what it says here. If you own a single bear, you save $1,500. And if you own a family bear, you save 3500 well, what does uh, what does a good family bear cost? <laughs> well, that's the catch, of course. You see, it costs just about as much as you'd save. So where are you? Well, I'll put that put it down. We don't own no bears. That's right. What's the next question? Well, the next question is stock on hand. Gosh almighty, Ed, we gotta take inventory. Do we have to do that again this year? Yes, sir. Well, might as well get at it and get it over with. Tell you, I'll climb up on the shelves there and holler down to you what we got. All right, go ahead. You uh, read it down there, and I'll climb up there. Just yes. a minute. Well, let me have your later. pencil. Let me have your pencil. Use your own pencil. Oh, shucks, I see it here now. I thought it lost it. <clears throat> All right. You ready? Yes, go ahead. Uh, five cans uh, tomatoes. Five cans tomatoes. One rat tap. One rat tap. Bottles, the labels are faded. Yeah. Uh, two bottles of uh, ketchup. Two bottles of ketchup. One rat trap. One rat trap. There's uh, four cans of beans. Four cans of beans. Say, uh, feel inside that box there and see what's in it. All right. Out. One rat trap. One rat trap. Now, uh, what's that there bottle of stuff there? That's our worship. Oh, you mean it's uh, worse? It's, it's, uh, it's worse? Yeah, it's worse. Oh, hold on, hold on. Never mind saying it again. I know what it is. It's a hard word to say. Yeah, that's the worst. The worst is, uh, the worst is part of worst. Yes, the worst is the sauce is the worst is the, the... Say, listen, take that dad darn bottle out and back and throw it away. I don't know how to spell it anyhow. I reckon that's the best way out of it. Yes, now wait a minute. What's in that there gray box? Let's see. It says, uh, 12 pair of socks, Lizzie Thread. 12 pair of socks, Lizzie Thread. Okay. Yeah, but the box is empty. 
Twelve pair of socks, Leslie, thread, and empty box. Okay. Gosh, you mighty, Zeb. Look here. Look at these hats. Well, I'll be switched. You know, I was wondering just the other day whatever become them hats. Bring them down. We'll put them in the wind and sell them out. That you can't sell them out now. We've had them for five years. They're out of date. Well, that's all right. We can renovate them, can't we? What do you mean, rent? Rent them instead of sell them? Who in tarnation wants to rent a hat? Well, I didn't say rent them. I said rentivate them. Pick them up like new. Tuck them down here and quit occupying them. Well, I'll bring them down. There you are. But I'm darned if I can see how you can fix them up. Oh, shucks. That's easy, Eb. Why, looky here. All these here hats need is a new band. You know, if you just use your head... Hey, look at Zeb. Here comes that feller Squeers. See him out the window there. Oh, boys. Howdy, Mr. Squeers. How are you this morning, Mr. Squeers? Oh, I'm pretty fair. Well, how do you find things these days, huh? By looking for them. No, 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 no. I mean how it's business. You know, business. It's about time for you fellas to be ordering another bill of goods, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Things are might quiet right now. I reckon we don't need nothing, Miss Pritness, Squeers. Hey, does your firm sell these here rat traps uh, made out of wire? You know, the kind that don't snap shut? You bet we do. The Universal Supply Company sells everything, from needles to tractors. Well, you might send us about a dozen of them kind of traps. No telling when we might be taking inventory again. Yes, sir. One dozen of wire rat traps. Anything else now? Uh, nope, I reckon that's about all. Oh, uh, say, come to think of it. Uh, do you people sell that uh, stuff for making hat bands? Why, certainly we do. Didn't I say the Universal Supply Company handles everything? Do you want some material for bands? Yep, better put that down, too. Yes, sir. There you are. Rat traps and band material. Just sign the order right there. Right there on the dotted line. Right in the dotted line, eh? Well, there you be. And say, get that there band stuff to us right away, will you? You bet I will. I'll wire for it tonight. You'll have it tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Well, so long, boys. See you on my next trip, huh? Yes. So long, Mr. Squeers. Glad to come in, Mr. Squeers. <clears throat> now, there you be, Eb. We'll get that there stuff for bands and sell out them hats in no time at all. You see, in this here business, you got to use your head. But somehow or other, we feel a bit dubious about Zeb's scheme of putting new bands on the hats. However, there's nothing to do but wait until this time tomorrow. Eb and Zeb are on the air every evening. Shell Oil Company presents Ebb and Zeb. We inaugurate this evening a new series of programs and introduce two characters whom we believe you're going to find extremely amusing, extremely entertaining. But perhaps introduce is not the word, for our characters are your old friends, Ebb and Zeb. Ebb Peters, Zeb Winterbottom, Corn Center Storekeepers, presented by the Shell Oil Company. And simultaneously, the Shell Oil Company introduces Shell 3 Energy Gasoline, a gasoline made entirely of the three kinds of energy your motor needs. 
Quick energy for starts, shifts, bursts of speed. Power energy for smooth power flow and pull without strain. Anti-knock energy, higher in anti-knock efficiency than any other non-premium fuel on the market. Shell 3 Energy, a gasoline triumph, is on sale now at all Shell dealers. And now to the Corn Center store and our reunion with two lovable characters. We find Eb, tilted back in a chair, fast asleep. Zeb is coming through the door. John Brown, <laughs> Zeb, well, well, when in tarnation did you get back? Then burned it about a half hour ago, Eb, on the 420 train. Uh, 420 train? Yes, sir. Why, it ain't even three o'clock yet. I know, but this is yesterday's train. Yeah, I'll be sweet. <laughs> Gosh almighty. Say, you're looking slicker than a saxophone player's hair. Mm. Trip must have done you a heap of good. Yes, sir. Uh, feel right per to do. Uh, how's business been? Well, I've been pretty darn slow. Gosh, I don't know what's going to happen to us. Seems like things just get worse and worse. Well, from now on there, they're going to get better and better. Yeah? And how do you mean? Well, sir, while I was in the city, I, I met up with a feller named Clark. Yeah. One of these here efficiency experts. Brought him back and he'd look over our business. He just stopped in the hotel to register. He's a darn smart feller. But then I told you about him in, in my letter. What letter? Why, that letter I writ you last week. Didn't you get it? My gosh, did you did you write that letter? Why, certainly I read it. Didn't you see my name signed to it? No, no, but I, I didn't read it. Just kept it for a spell and then I sent it back. You sent it back? Why, you poor fish, what'd you do that for? Because eh, it said to do it uh, right on the corner of the envelope. It said uh, return to sender in five days. Oh, dad, darn it. I might have known you'd get it wrong. Every time I... Oh, oh, howdy, Mr. Clark. Uh, Eb, uh, shake hands with Mr. Clark. Eb is my partner, Mr. Clark. Right. Uh, Mr. Clark's going to put our business on a paying basis, Eb. Right. He's the fellow I was telling you about, you know, the efficiency expert. Right. Sort of talks like an acrobat. Well, let's get to work. Never waste time, never waste words. Uh, what was your income from this business for the past year? What say? I say, what's your income? Oh, about seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, I don't think you understand. I mean, what you take in. Well, uh, when business is slack, Mr. Clark, we uh, take in the movie. Oh, no, 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 no. What I'm trying to find out is, how much money did you make last year? Oh, oh, how much money? Yes. Well, as near as we can figure, we, uh, we lacked just $150, uh, making 80 cents. You lacked 150 well, I think I'd better have a look at your books. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Clark, but uh, we ain't got any books. No, but me and Zeb don't have much time for reading. I mean your your accounts. I want to see what's outstanding. Outstanding where? Well, outstanding among your customers. Why, is somebody outstanding among our customers? No, no. Listen, haven't you some system of keeping account of what people owe you? Oh, sure, sure we have, Mr. Clark. Uh, Eb, show Mr. Clark where you written down what people owe us. Yes, right here you be, Mr. Clark. It's all written down on these uh, pieces of paper. Well, uh, what kind of a bookkeeping system is this? That there's a loose-leaf system, you see. A loose-leaf system? Yeah, yes. Uh, I write it down on a leaf of paper and then lose it. But I can't even make out what you've written here. Uh, here's an item that says, uh, Mrs. Jones, 
One dog posy. Well, what in the name of common sense is a dog posy? Well, that's a shorthand for cauliflower. Mm-hmm. And what's this? Uh, it simply says ochre. Yep, that's right, ochre. Uh, you mean yellow ochre for putting in paint? No, happy ochre for putting in pudding. Oh, here's another one. Mrs. Pinkley, <clears throat> one duck, a dollar and forty cents. Twenty-five cents extra for, uh, for, uh, the word looks like teasing. That's right, it is teasing. Twenty-five cents extra for teasing a duck? Well, that's worth twenty-five cents to tease a duck. But that's not the point. What I want to know is why in the world you should tease the duck. Well, you see, Mr. Clark, uh, she ordered a wild duck, and we had to tease it to make it wild, didn't we? Oh, I see. Well, this is without doubt the worst mess I've ever seen. Do these slips of paper represent all your account customers? What say? I say, are these all your account customers? No, thems are no account customers. What I'm trying to get at is, have any of these people paid up? Here's an account, for instance, uh, that goes back to last February. Now, why didn't you send a bill at the end of the month? Uh, which end? Why, the 30th, of course. <laughs> you can't fool me. There ain't no 30th in February. Didn't you ever hear the poem, 30 days has September, April, May, and October. All the rest is doing great except February 28th. Oh, now, Ed, you're getting all mixed up. 30 days has September. September, I guess is right. April, June, and October. All the rest has 20. You're crazy. Now, just a moment, please. 30 days has November, April, May, and December. Except 1892, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Oh, no, you're wrong. You're wrong, I tell you. In 1893, Columbus sailed the deep blue sea. The rest have 31, you see, under the spreading chestnut tree. Now, you're crazy. It's 40 days. You're wrong, you're wrong. 80 days. Just a moment, please. You're both wrong. It happens that this is leap year. And February has 29 days. You see, every year the Earth gains a quarter of a day, or six hours. So at the end of four years, astronomers take the quarters and call it another day. Oh, take the quarters and call it a day, huh? Well, uh, how much do they make a day? Well, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about time. You see, there are two important kinds of time. Yeah, that's facts. Meal time and bedtime. No, no, no. I'm referring to solar time and, uh, well, clock time. Now, you and I tell time by clocks, but astronomers shoot the sun. They shoot it for a quarter? Certainly not. By shooting the sun, I mean they observe the precise moment that the sun crosses the time meridian at Greenwich. Uh, what kind of edge? Greenwich. Greenwich. That's the name of the place. It's spelled as if it were pronounced Greenwich, but it's called Greenwich. Yes, absolutely. It'll rhyme with spinach. No, no. You know the poem. There was a young fella from Greenwich who dined every day upon spinach. No, no, I tell you. February with 29, and will you be my valentine? Now, just a moment. We're getting away from the original subject. How long has business been falling off here? Well, Mr. Clark, uh, we used to have pretty good trade, and people drove past with horses and buggies. You see, we're right here at the crossroads, and they used to stop in for groceries and such like. Yes, that's quite natural. Yes, but now with all these darn automobiles, they just go zipping by and don't even hesitate. Mm-hmm. Well, I see. Well, then, I think the first thing for you to do is to evolve some sort of plan that will cause motorists uh, to stop. Give them a reason for stopping. And when they stop for that reason, they'll probably buy other things. Why, Cracky, that's not a bad idea. And in addition to that... Get on a budget. Get on a what? Get on a budget. Hmm. I wouldn't know how to ride the darn thing if I did get on it. You don't ride a budget. Of course you don't, Eb. 
A budget's one of them wire things the women used to wear about 40 years ago. Remember? We still got a few in stock here. Oh, for heaven's sake. Don't you know what a budget is? Sure we do. See that vinegar barrel over there? Yes. Uh, I bet you can't budget. Now, see here. You'd better find out what a budget is and find out quickly. Why, do you realize the state your business is in? What's that? I said, do you realize the state your business is in? Uh, California, eh? It's on the brink of an abyss. You don't tell me. You know, I had one of them there things on, on the back of my neck once. I mean you're on the rocks. Almost a bankrupt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I seen him in the movies once. What are you talking about? You've seen who in the movies? Well, that fellow you just mentioned, uh, uh, George Bankrupt. Oh, you're, you're hopeless. I'm telling you that you're busted. Broke. Well, here's my bill for my services. One hundred dollars. I'll expect a check immediately. Goodbye. So long. So long, Mr. Clark. Drop in again sometime. Say, just a second. Uh, you're charging us a hundred dollars just for telling us we're broke? That's right. That's what I always charge for my opinion. Well, I reckon you're out of luck, because if we are broke, we ain't got a hundred dollars. And if we ain't broke, your opinion's no good. Well, there's something to that. And now all that's needed is a plan for stopping the traffic zipping past the store. Something to help balance Eb and Zeb's budget. And there is a thought for you motorists. Balance your car operation budget. Get value when you buy gasoline. When your engine sputters, knocks, lacks power, don't confess to your passengers that it's the car. It's more likely the gasoline. Until now, no one gasoline could make an engine do so many things so much better. Shell has combined in one new free-energy gasoline exactly the kinds of energy your car needs. Shell free-energy gasoline is ready and able to meet every driving situation, from a quick start to a cross-country tour. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for